Hello to all you doinks out there, and welcome back to episode 6 of Doinked, where myself and Josh, we're going to kind of go over what happened this past weekend and all the sports that we're interested in talking about. Yeah. As far as, much. Uh, you know... Uh, Got a little NFL, a little XFL, a little bit of a... NASCAR. NASCAR. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of hockey, because of yeah, a, a uh, player one, being returned. one piece of news in hockey. We really do our hockey and our basketball and our baseball highlights and such on our Friday episodes. Yes. Or, let me put in quotes, our Friday episodes yes. is how we want to have them go out. Yes. Um, but we do our weekend recap. So, yeah. like, it's going to be our NFL season our XFL season right now, yep. and as well as any news that happened over the past weekend. Yeah, as far Nothing as really like, news-wise happened in basketball, in my opinion. Oh, except for the fact that LeBron is kind of hopping leaps and bounds up to MVP yeah, candidate. A, yeah, we'll talk a lot about that on Friday, um, because yeah. he finally... Um, well, since you brought it up, what the hell. Um, he finally beat a winning team. Yeah. Uh, they beat Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, he had a huge showcase game against Milwaukee. Isn't Giannis hurt? Giannis is hurt right now, yeah. Yeah. And it's the first time Milwaukee's lost two in a row all season. Yeah. But, um, you know, he is making some huge leaps. Leaps and bounds. To, to get himself to into MVP. the MVP. Um, so we're going to actually start with the NFL. Yeah. Um, some big news uh, came out earlier today. We record this on a Tuesday. Yep. Um, so earlier today, it was announced that Marshall Yonda, um, offensive guard for the Baltimore Ravens, drafted back in 2007 in the third round. Yeah. Eight-time Pro Bowler. Eight Pro Bowls in the last nine seasons, and basically one of the anchors of this offensive line that set the NFL record for rushing yards in a season is announcing his retirement from the NFL. Um, you know, Pro Football Focus (PFF), who everybody seems to go to when it comes to you know grading NFL plays and stuff, he's the number four rated guard in the NFL last year. Yeah, huge loss. For the Ravens. Yeah. Huge loss. There is nobody that you can plug in the NFL right now. No. Into that position. No. Huge loss. I it it's definitely looking at it now, with that retirement, that is a target in the draft now. Oh for Baltimore. Yeah. I, I don't know if like I said, there isn't anybody in free agency that I could think right now that you could plug in um right away. There are names that are being floating out there. Um one of them was uh um God, I can't remember his name. He used to play for the Ravens. He was a guard for the Ravens a few years ago. I can't remember. And then he left via free agency. Um, and they're talking about him being a plug and play. But honestly, to most of the times your replacements are gonna come right from your depth chart. In the <laughs> yeah. NFL, that's what you have to do. You cannot yeah. put a rookie in this situation unless obviously your rookie is like the kid who plays down in um Indianapolis who's been a two time all pro since he got drafted. Um why can't I think of his name right now either? Um, not Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard is the uh, is the uh, linebacker that they drafted. What, uh, what position? He's an offensive he? guard. He came out of Notre Dame. He was uh, highly. Oh God, why can't I think of his name? It pisses me off. Quentin Nelson. Yes, Quentin Nelson. Unless you can get a player like Quentin Nelson to come in. And step in right away. And the guy's been a pro bowler and an all-pro both years he's been in the league. Yeah, and he, you, he got drafted two years ago. Yeah. So you're not going to get those types of players. No. So this is a big loss to um, the Ravens. But it's also you know good for Yonder. He's stepping yeah. away after 13 seasons. It's what and he wants we, to do. we talked about this. He's leaving healthy. On the lines, it takes a lot of beating. Yeah, it does. Year after year after year after year after yeah. year. 13 years. I don't blame him for leaving. I mean, look at Kyle Long. Kyle Long retired this past offseason. Yeah. 
You know, was that a is that a down for the Bears? Is that an up for the Bears? I mean, I'm not really looking at it either way right now because the Bears have a lot of holes in the offensive line they need it's to fix. It's neither here nor there for them right now. Yeah, pretty much. Because you guys got to you guys got to rebuild that team. No, not the team. The offensive line. Yeah, we have a quarterback. We have a running back. We have wide receivers on the outside. We need we need a reliable tight end. Hopefully, Trey Burton comes back and can be that for us. And um, our defense is still top notch. Yeah. Simple as that. Our offensive line was our weakness, our Achilles heel last year, and it didn't allow Mitchell Trubisky to be Mitchell Trubisky. In the games where Mitchell Trubisky was Mitchell Trubisky, his pocket was moved, yeah. and subsequently he was able to be the quarterback he was the year before with bootlegs and moving pockets and not having to just do dropbacks to yeah. you know deal with pressure coming from every direction. Yeah. Um, as far as other news from the NFL, the Hall of Fame game was announced. Yeah. Boys, Steelers. Yeah. Um, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Um, considering who's going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson for the Cowboys, Bill Cowher and Troy Palomalu for the Steelers. Yeah. You always get the marquee guys from the marquee teams. I remember a few years ago when Erlacca went in. Yeah. It was Bears-Ravens. Yep. Erlacca and uh, Ray Lewis. Yeah. I mean, two guys who are always going to be linked together for the mm-hmm. rest of their career. And you can say the same thing about Jimmy Johnson and Bill Cowher. Yeah. Because, um... They just missed each other when it came to the Super Bowl because yeah. um, that was the one Super Bowl that Jimmy Johnson was not there for. But that was still yep. Jimmy Johnson's team that beat the Steelers. Yeah. It was just uh, Barry Switzer, who was the head coach at that time. Yeah. And you could tell the team was falling apart after Johnson left. Yeah. Um. So from one NFL league, or from well, one, one football, football league, league, to the other one, to the, to other the one, XFL. XFL. Fun fact, teams going cross-country... So if a team comes from the West Coast to the East to play in the East or from the East to the West to play in the West, 0-5. That's That cross-country travel is not doing well for these well, teams. Well, it, it doesn't do well in the NFL either. No, it doesn't. If you look at teams who have to go West Coast to East Coast in the NFL, they suffer. They yeah. really do because they lose all that hour, all those hours of rest and preparation yeah. by coming across the country. Yeah. Now, I know you have... Um, down somewhere all yeah, the scores. I have this past week, week five scores. Um, and then we also wrote down next week's um matchups. Yes. So starting top to bottom, um, we had the your Seattle Dragons mm-hmm. going to Houston. Yep. Uh to play the undefeated undefeated Refnex. Yep. And they almost had them. Well, they were leading early in the game. They were leading early in the game into the into the first half. But the second half, the Roughnecks were the Roughnecks. Yep. And they came back and they won thirty two to twenty three. Yep. Um, Guardians found their way down to Dallas. Uh, the New York Guardians uh, actually beat the Renegades 30-12. to uh, Great performance by the Renegades. Or not the Renegades, the Guardians. Yeah. After two lackluster, ones. lackluster, match, uh, lackluster games. Yes. Uh, no. Two lackluster games week two and three. A good game last week, 39-9, to I believe it was. Okay. And then a really another good game, 30-12 to against the Renegades. Okay. Shocker. Uh... The Battle Hawks um, lost fifteen to six against the DC Defenders. DC Defenders have been beaten up lately. Yeah, they're the ones who have been having the bad couple of yeah, weeks back to back. They were two really they bad. Were, they, they were two were, and zero. Oh, yeah, and then they went zero oh and two for the last two, and, and then, then they, they ended up beating one. the Battle Hawks, who were on a hot streak. Yeah, um, but that evens them up. They're both three and two now. Um, and then our first um, XFL after dark game. Uh, obviously, it happened on the East Coast. It happened at 6 o'clock on the East Coast. So it was 9 o'clock here. Yep. Um, uh, 6 o'clock on the West Coast, you mean? That's what I meant. And then 9 o'clock at the East. Uh, Tampa Bay Vipers, uh, LA Wildcats. Wildcats. 
win 41 to 34 here. Uh two one and three teams here. Yeah. So it was it was going to be high scoring or high scoring or no scoring. Yeah. Which it was exactly high scoring 41 34. Again, I'm going to continue to hover. You have Mark Tressman as your head coach on the Tampa Bay Vipers. You know, the guy's not the greatest offensive mind, but at least he can put some points together because recently they've been scoring some points yeah. to the Vipers. They've, they've put together some they've put uh, together big scores, scores but they just they can't, can't stop anybody. No, they, their no. defense isn't there. Yeah, well, trust me. I remember Trestman is the, the head coach of the Bears. The Bears lost their defensive. They lost their teeth for years. Yeah. Um. So going into next week, uh, schedule is as such. Um, Houston will be going to New York. So 5-0 and Houston's going to 3-2 New York. 3-2 and St. Louis. We'll be going to one and four Tampa Bay, two and three Dallas. We'll be traveling to three and two DC, uh, DC, and then two and three LA. We'll be traveling to one and four Seattle. Yeah. So, couple two teams are being knocked out of the playoffs this week. Yeah. Both Tampa Bay and Seattle are losing. They're yeah. both being knocked out of the playoffs. Um, I don't see Houston losing to New York, so that'll bring no. New York to three and three, and then I think Dallas is going to go over DC. And I think you're going to have kind of this really, um, with the you're going to have a, you're going to have a top heavy West, yes, and then a very very knotted up East. Yeah, the East is just going to the East is going to be knotted up minus because Tampa Saint Bay. Louis, well, St. Louis, Dallas, DC are all in the East, and Tampa Bay are all in the East. Yeah, Tampa Bay will be done. St. Louis will be four and two. New York will be three and three. DC will be three and three. Yeah, and then out West you're going to have five and zero, oh, three and three. Three and three and one and five. Yeah, I mean, I I know Seattle's going to lose. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I always pick the losers. It is. I just deal with it. Yeah. I just deal with it. And I always pick five hundred teams. Yes. So, um, we're gonna go to NHL next. Uh, yeah, Johnny Boychuk. Yes, he's returned he's to the skating. ice. Yes. He's yeah, he's to not the playing ice. yet, but no. he's he's back on the ice. Yeah, he, it's gonna take a couple weeks till he's back dude, and playing for him. Ninety two stitches. Ninety nine. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a skate to the face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like a fatality in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Johnny Boychuk is indestructible. Yeah. I mean, good for him to be back on the ice. Good for him to be skating already. Um, Hopefully he gets back on, actually on the rink sooner than later. Yeah. Um, the Back island, in practice. Yeah. Well, he's at practice. Yeah. Let's get him back to actual game shape. You know, will he return this season? Who knows? You know, I'll continue to follow um, the Islanders' presses when it comes to that a little bit closer um, because this is something that interests me just because it's it's great to see where we've come medically to get yeah. guys back on the ice after yeah. after incidents like this. Like, well, like we talked uh, last episode, uh, after two games, I think it was two or four games out with a concussion, yeah. he's already back in the keep uh, for the Canes. Yeah. Um, that was... um. Who was that? The goaltender. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I know we had mentioned it in the last episode. But like we were talking about, Richard Zednick had taken a skate to the throat, and he was out for an extended period of time. So, how these guys are able to get back into the uh, back into the swing of things, get back on the ice, get back to playing after these horrific injuries, it, it, it says a lot about the training staffs for these teams, the medical staffs for these teams. So happy to see Boychuk back on the ice. Yeah. A little bit of uh, MLB news. Okay. I didn't mention this to you, but I just remembered it. Um, Verlander shut down. Okay. He has a uh, mid-lat strain and shut down for the rest of the uh, preseason. His opening day uh, status is to be determined right now. Well, I mean, they don't necessarily need him as the number no. one. I mean. But 
it'd be nice to get him out on the field. Yeah, it'd be nice to have him out on the field. They, nice to have him lost, available. Considering they lost Garrett Cole to the uh, Yankees. Yeah. So, you know, he's technically their ace on that staff right now because there's no yeah. more Dallas Keuchel. There's no more Garrett Cole. And if I remember correctly, Zach Greinke's gone as well. Yeah. So, it's Verlander. They need Verlander, yeah. They need Verlander. And if he's shut down and not going to play t- uh, play opening day, what's going to happen? Who's going to be the number one? Yeah. Well, who's going to be the opening day starter? Not yeah. necessarily the number one. Who's going to be the opening day starter? Yeah. Um. Now on to uh, NASCAR. Something yeah. that I'm a little bit passionate about. Not many of you guys out there have uh, have shown the same passion. I haven't heard from anybody yet. Um. But Joey Logano has won two consecutive races. That's kind of interesting when you consider the fact that they're two different style races. Yeah. Uh, one is a shorter track. And Las Vegas is a much larger track. Um, Las Vegas, I believe, is a mile and a half. Where this track that they were at this past week was a mile. So different car setups, different strategies when you're racing and stuff like that. And to top it off, Logano was penalized on lap 138 and had to go to the back of the field. So he had to work his way back through the field to win this race. Wow. Okay? Um... You know, basically, he's in control of the destiny to get into the playoff push because NASCAR now runs off of a playoff system versus a point system. So he's already got two wins, puts him free and clear above pretty much everybody else, yeah, including one guy, Martin Truex. Truex is pissed. Like, he is so mad right now. He basically sat down and he had an interview after he got knocked out of the race in another wreck, basically saying he can't finish races. He doesn't know what's going on, but they're just not finishing races. He needs to get himself into a position where he doesn't get caught up in messes and get bumped from behind by cars who he shouldn't be around. So it sucks for someone like him because Truex has always got good cars. He's part of a good team. And to me, the highlight of this whole weekend when it came to NASCAR, the highlight of the whole weekend, forget the race, forget everything else, Ryan Newman was back on the track. Yeah, Ryan Newman was at the track. No, he was not in a car. And no, he was not racing. But he was on a pit box. He was at the track. It's good to see him back there after probably one of the scariest crashes you could ever see, ever yeah. see in NASCAR. So um, that's kind of like my little NASCAR minute right there, kind of going over a few little things. If there are any NASCAR fans out there, you know, don't hesitate to hit us up. You can hit me up directly on my Instagram or you can hit me directly on my Facebook. Um, it's one of those things where it's a little niche thing, but I truly enjoy it. So, is there anything else that kind of yeah, piqued your interest for sports? One, one thing that happened this weekend, I'm actually trying to find um, the the standings on it because we were we were actually talking about this um, after the after recording on Saturday. Oh yes, yes. Um, Golf. The Arnold Palmer Classic was this yes, past weekend. That's right. Was um, it wasn't kept? No, Kepka didn't win. No, um, Hatton. That's it. Hatton won. Yes. At a minus four. They went into Sunday at like a minus seven or eight. That means they dropped four shots. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was on 16. Because that 16th hole is the epitome of... Of that course. Oh, that's the one where that's the water trap. Yeah, where they had the where they had where the, they have to cross the water, and if they cut short just a little bit, they drop, and then they the have water. to drop all the way on the other side yes. and take the penalty. They can't drop across the. That's right. Because there were guys who were having problems with that hole on Saturday. Yeah. Who were overshooting and ending up in the sand traps behind it. And to me, I'd rather end up in the sand trap because there was a couple of nice recovery shots from the sand trap on Saturday. Yeah. Um, Kang. Kang hit Kang, a nice recovery. Kang, shot. I think, was in the top. 
and he finished plus one. Wow. I think he shot a 77 on... Um, on Sunday? On Sunday. Wow. Sunday was a bad day. But um, congrats to uh, Hatton, uh, Tyrell Hatton um, from uh, the UK um, for the win for that. Um, it puts him... It puts him... Uh, he's still very early in the morning uh, of the players. Right now, looking at the player tee times, uh, Strelman's towards the end. Uh, Korea Bellows towards the end. Hoffman's towards the end. Um, all these guys are towards the end of the day. Yep. The 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 high ranking. Yeah. Uh, uh, they get the later tee times. Yeah. That's just how it works. <sighs> I'm very excited for the players. I'm pretty sure it's coming up very very soon. Yeah. Um. And Come. then when Masters times runs around, oof, just get ready for me to talk a lot of golf. Okay. Because I love. Yeah. Masters is uh. Or the players is this weekend. Yeah, the, I thought the players was this 12th weekend. 12th or 15th, yeah. And then I think the Masters is in two weekends? Um, Why do I think it's in March? Let me check and see when the Masters 2020 is. Oh, we had another thing we needed to talk about. Oh, what? The cancellations all across Europe. Oh, God. This is annoying. Yeah. Can we not talk coronavirus? This is ridiculous, dude. They've canceled concerts and cruises and vacations and state of emergencies and I'm I'm all set. What I'm what I'm shocked about is a bunch of La Liga games. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. Are canceled. Yeah. They have to play behind closed doors. Yeah. And there's Empty stadiums limited, and stuff like that. There's limited access by uh, to the media to the media and... to locker rooms and such like that. It's interesting. Jumping back to golf, um, the Masters is happening April 9th through the twelfth. Okay. All right. I knew so, it was coming up pretty quickly. It's the weekend after Mania, so I don't have something to compete with. Okay, there you go. I'm happy. Full time spent on the Masters. Oh, yeah. Full time definitely spent on the Masters, but... um, I think that wraps us up pretty much for this sports episode. Quick sports episode. Um, Again, just kind of touching up on a couple of things that we kind of uh, should keep you guys updated with. This is kind of like how the format's going to go going forward, our... You know, weekend recaps. On weekend recaps Wednesdays. will happen on Wednesdays. Then you'll get a little bit more of an in-depth episode that happens towards the end of the week on Fridays. Um, Fridays, fingers crossed, it'll either be a Friday or a Sunday that the episode does. Yeah, come whenever out. whenever we get to record the second episode. Um, but as always, you know, myself and Josh, we want to thank you guys for uh, coming out, listening to us. You know, rant and rave yeah. about whatever the nonsense is going on in the sports world. Pretty much. Don't hesitate uh, to reach out to us directly, whether yeah, no. it's on our um, double doink. Network, network, uh, Instagram and Facebook pages, or you can reach out directly to us on our own uh, Instagram and Facebook pages. Um, like, share, subscribe, comment. You know, any kind of questions you guys have, any kind of concerns you have, anything you want us to talk about when it comes to the wide world of sports. I know in the past um, we had talked about doing a little bit more with Champions League and Bundesliga and La Liga and you know Premier League and stuff like that. We really haven't touched much on it, but it gives yeah, us... Yeah, because I don't want to talk about Premier League right now because well, City's number two, but we're still like 25 points behind. It happens. Liverpool wins one more game. We've they, They've won the, the Cup, and they have played 30 games. Yeah. So I am I'm done well, hey, with watching Premier League this year. We all have a bad we all have a bad season. Trust me. We haven't had a bad season. We've had a good season. It's just Liverpool has had an incredible season. Hey. They are twenty seven one and one. A blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. But Liverpool isn't a blind squirrel. I'm not saying they're, they're perfect twenty twenty vision squirrel. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, it happens. <sighs> Don't be frustrated. I'm flustered. Okay. Well, 
as always, like I was saying, follow us, hit us up. Any questions, comments, concern, we're always here for you guys. Uh, this has been a Double Dunk production. I've been Dave. I've been Josh. And we've only got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.